0: Hi, I'm Peyton Hughes, and you're listening to Peyton's Pep Talks. I started this podcast because I had just come out of a really rough... 12 months in my life where I was struggling with postpartum depression, uh, struggling with my body postpartum, struggling in my business, feeling a little rudderless because deep down my passion and the dream of what I want to build in my life wasn't in alignment with the current role that I had as a CEO of a seven-figure-year fitness business that was marked non-essential during COVID. Isolated. At working at from home, trying to keep my team together, my business intact, and it has been a journey And I'm sure you have your own exact journey that you're going through. One of my gifts in life is encouragement. And the way that I encourage others and myself is through my ability to share pep talks with people. So if you're looking for somebody who can just be with you in the tough seasons and in the tough moments and share with you a a bright word of encouragement, then this podcast was built for you. Do you hate goal setting? I mean, I guess we all are used to the New Year's resolutions that we feel excited about for a week and then let it just kind of slip by the wayside. But what about actually mapping your life to something intentional and exciting, Do you have a practice around that? Is it something that you feel guilty that you should do and you're shooting on yourself a lot? If you resonate to any of this, then this is the pep talk for you because we're going to dive into a practice around goal setting that's transformed the way I bring in real things that I want in my life in an exciting daily practice. So tune in on this episode. So at the start of any year, there's this obsession around having goals. And it's funny because for most people that are ambitious and seeking a degree of success in their life, at any given point throughout a year or a lifetime, there should be some goals that you're tracking towards. And we know this. But we have guilt around it because we're told constantly that Harvard did a study of all these different graduates and tracked them for decades in their life. And those that had goals articulated verbally got X percent more achievement in their life. And then those that wrote it down were even more successful. And those are real studies. I get it. But when we hear that, instead of it empowering us, so often goal setting is this burden, this burden to have a vision for your life, this burden to have some epic goal to trend towards. And honestly, there are times in our lives where we're just less goal oriented because um, actually... Let me rephrase. It's not that we're less goal-oriented. It's that we've shifted what matters to us and we're focusing energy in a different area. And typically when we say we, we aren't tracking towards goals, it's because we are thinking of goals as having to be professional, numerical, milestone-related. But here's what's c- cool about goals goals just mean that you have some vision of your future that's different than it is now that you want more than you want what you have now. And that's where I feel goals are inspirational and also misunderstood. So in our culture, we set such a premium on milestone destination goals. I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, We care about that goal more than we care about sometimes the goal of I want to serve people and help them in their lives in a meaningful way. And, um, if you've been in the goal world, the professional world long enough, then you know about smart goals and you know about, you know, the real tricks to actually having a goal. And I'm just going to be super honest with you as somebody who is a milestone destination oriented human, who is competitive and ambitious, you would think goals are my jam and they kind of are, but I feel like I've discovered this hidden secret around goal setting and, um, Visioning that I really want to share in today's pep talk with you because I think that the what I'm going to describe to you as a method for keeping your goals top of mind is far more. It, meaningful, I believe, than just having a two-hour brain dump of all your goals, following a formula for goal setting, feeling really good in that moment, being able to say, I've got some goals, and then not look at it for 11 months. And most of us, unfortunately, if we're honest, we fit into the category of humans that write it down, feel really good about it, have all the good intentions, literally mustering all the excitement for that moment, and then it sort of fizzles, and that's why New Year's resolutions get such a bad rep and if you don't think I know that, you better not forget that I'm in fitness and that everyone starts with beautiful intentions and a heart to put priorities where they need to be and then we just get totally distracted and fall off the bandwagon and then shame ourselves about that and so we have all this negative energy around goals or at least a lot of us do. If that describes you, I want to share with you kind of a quick win-win that I've discovered in the last, uh, probably two years. And I'm going to be honest. I, I love to say that I do this every day and then I catch myself and it's totally a hyperbole. It's not every day that I do what I'm going to describe. It's probably 80% of the days, but it feels consistent enough for me to just look back over the last two years and go, you know what? If I showed up 80% of those days and did a small five minute kind of goal visioning exercise that I'm going to describe to you, I think this could be a winning strategy for a lot of us, that if it's not, if it's too big, we forget or too monumental a process, we don't do it more than once a year. And my vision and hope is that you find a practice around goal setting that can really empower you on a daily basis. So let me share with you what I think is really powerful about goal setting. So to me, the, the practice of setting out goals is really important because the truth is as much as we can get defensive about the choices we make in our life at any given point, most of us want to be at a different place than we are now. Even in relationships, like I want to have a better marriage. I can say this truthfully. I want to have a better marriage in a year than I do today. I want to be a better mom in a year than I am today. I want to be a better leader in a year than I am today. I want to be a better friend in a year than I am today. So goals that, that map towards where I want to go are really important. But what I don't love doing is sitting down and writing lofty goals. And I probably should unpack why. I'm just going to say it's not my favorite thing. What has been really fun for me has been to follow suit with, uh, I think Rachel Hollis was the first to introduce me to this idea, which was to journal every day gratitude, kind of go into your day with heartwarming, very detailed, specific things that you're grateful for, and then follow that with 10 dreams Uh as if they've already happened. And this is what was really weird for me at first. I was like, what do you mean journal your dreams? Like articulate your dreams in the past tense. That just seemed very odd. So for example, a typical goal would be, I want to, I do, I actually want to write a book. I want to write a book and I want it to sit on the New York Times bestseller list at some point. So let's just say I write that down. I want to write a book that is a New York Times bestselling book. That feels, honestly, if I write that down, that feels like that's 15 to 20 years away. So it doesn't feel very immediate. And therefore, when I journal that into the the future tense, it feels removed from my consciousness. Like it feels like it's, it's a safe goal. As lofty as that sounds, it feels safer in the future tense because it can be, I can kick that rock down the road a couple decades and still achieve it. But when... This practice was something I started to do. You have to write down your dreams and ten specific ones, but as if it's already happened for you, like it's already something in the rearview mirror. So what I had to write down was, I just opened an email announcing that I my book was on the New York Times bestseller list. Now that goal feels scary as hell. And you know why? It feels like it could happen next week. (laughs) And obviously it can't because there's no book in my, there is a book in my head, but I have not written it down. So I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, this is a really powerful exercise because it's bringing these lofty visions that I have for my life, but it's bringing it in. It's not kicking it down a few decades. It's saying this could happen now. And then it's even more powerful than that. It's these can happen now and they're on its way to you. Sort of this. And if you know anything about manifesting, this practice works hand in hand with manifesting your future. You have to have a certain degree of faith that whatever your dreams are, they will happen. Because why? Because everything that you need to be successful in life is inside of you. There is a divine spirit inside of you. There is ambition inside of you. There is a willpower that you can harness. You can go and cultivate any skill, I believe, on the planet. You have to have a certain level of consistency and dedication to make it happen. I'm not saying this is without work. But there's this beautiful marriage between hard work and pursuing something intentionally with belief and total trust that it's going to happen for you. And in that place, magic starts to happen in your career and in your life. So here I am every day writing my gratitudes and writing out these 10 goals. And here's why I think this is so important when we talk about goal setting. Goal setting is bullshit if you are not obsessed about those goals on a daily basis, Sorry, it's just true. Otherwise, it's just a one-time feel-good exercise. So with this journaling practice, you're actually bringing to your conscious mind every day the things that you really want out of this life. And here's the best part. So many of us cannot smell our own BS. And what I mean by that is so many times we write down in a singular goal setting event goals that aren't truly matching our heartbeat. They're goals that maybe you feel would make your mom proud of you. They're goals that maybe make your boss excited for you because you're going to finally step into the role that they've envisioned for you. And at some point, you kind of can lie to yourself enough to not even really discern what's my real goal and what's just a goal that I think would bring me some kind of clout, some kind of praise, some kind of professional status. And here's why I love journaling every day, because if you have to write down 10 dreams as if they've already happened, you're literally forced to try on the reality of those goals actually happening for you. And you're going to find out fast what's counterfeit and what's genuinely authentic for you. So for example, when I started this practice, I was very numerical, like probably because I read think and grow rich. And it was like, you have to have a number and you need to obsess about the number. And maybe there's some truth about that. Um, But I started being like, I want to make X million dollars by the age of 40. Like that was my obsession. And then as I was journaling, it was like, what's with this, you know, number is the number going to bring happiness. And we all know, no, money doesn't bring happiness a start aligning your vision for the future with a lifestyle so for example I started writing like I have a beautiful house in Edna Valley and if you live in the San Luis Central Coast area of California you know that's a really beautiful wine region in the area right by the ocean so it's a desirable spot and at first I was like okay let's just have this certain dollar amount and I was like no it's not really about the dollar amount like what can you do with the money that brings in fulfillment and intention and purpose into your life so I was like okay let's get this house all right, so you have this house, and I was journaling like I have this house in Edna Valley, I just closed on it, past tense, right, and a few months you know of journaling goes, you know what, I have a beautiful sanctuary where we welcome people to come and relax, spend time in community and connection and really feel like they are safe and poured into because that's what the house actually means. It's not check the box. You have a desirable house that everybody's like, wow, you've arrived at some level of success. It wasn't about that. It was actually about having a sanctuary, a place where I can come and, and be at peace and be at home and relax, but also where I can invite people to join me in that state and that that fosters community connection and deep friendships. That's what the house is. It's not, it's not a building, it's a feeling, it's a state of being. And that really refined for me this what the real goal was. So I think as you practice writing down goals, putting them in the past tense, but doing it every day, it starts to refine what really matters to you. And you start to realize some of the stuff that you think is your goal is really just a facade for something that's deeper. And as you journal in this practice every day, you start to refine more and more a much clearer vision for what life you want to build, what success you want to have. And it's really, really beautiful to watch it unfold and believe, again, believing that it's coming to you and that you are just in process of journeying towards receiving it. This might sound literally crazy for you. I just invite you if you have never had success with goal setting in a formal sense or or only done it professionally and not personally. I invite you to try this. You've nothing to lose. If you think I'm just off my rocker, totally fine for you to think that. Give it 10 days and see if after a, a week or two you sit there and you're like, "You know what? There is something about this. Like writing your dreams as if they've already happened and bringing it into that consciousness right away um refining what you're trying to build in your life because you won't. One thing we all know about goal setting, if you aren't crystal clear on where you want to go, how the hell do you expect to ever get there? So for me, this practice is really, really powerful. I hope that encourages you as you think about goal setting. Do not beat yourself up about it. I'm like the queen of goal setting and I hate annual goal setting. I actually much prefer this practice of bringing your dreams close to home, writing it as if it's already happened in full belief that it's on its way to you and you are in the process of of growing and becoming so that you can welcome that beautiful blessing into your life and one last comment I just stopped journaling one line item because it already came true and I want to also end on this sometimes when we start journaling our true dreams and our true vision and we really crystallize it and hone it and really give it really understand that, that goal, you might look at that list and realize you can have something on that list right now. You just have to activate it. And for me, that was self-care. I used to journal, you know, I'm, I am happy and fulfilled, Um, then it was like, I just told my therapist that I'm the happiest I've ever been or whatever it was in the past tense. And then it was like, well, what would be happy? Well, happy would be having space for my own thoughts, having, having time by myself. It would be doing a workout if I want, or or sitting by the ocean, like whatever comes up for me that day and having no expectation or obligation. So then I started refining it into two hours a day. I spend just doing self care. And I journaled that for six months. And it took a naturopath to look at me and say, Peyton, if you don't slow down, you're going to burn yourself out and have actual physiological problems. So you need to take it seriously. And I thought to myself, well, geez, there's this goal that I've been journaling, which is take two hours every day for self-care. I have nannies already on the schedule, already booked out, fits in the budget. I just hired somebody brand new onto the team. We have reserves to hire somebody else to take some some of the tasks off my plate. I could literally pull the trigger on that right now and go get two hours a day. Which sounds crazy because there's seasons in your life where you're like two hours a day. That seems insane. I can barely get 15 minutes, and I've been there. But then there are days when you wake up and realize you're choosing not to spend two hours a day on your mental health, on your physical well being, on your soulful connection. And I just said, you know, screw it. I'm gonna start doing it, and I haven't missed a day yet. And it's been in, it's been so transformational and it was so powerful for me to go back to that list of goals and realize I had already realized one of those goals. So part of the practice of journaling it every day is to bring it to the forefront so when you're in these moments in your life where you have the power to activate a goal, you can do it and, and like bask in the sense that you stepped into the reality that you've been journaling about because it did make its way to you and you rose up and took advantage of that opportunity. So I hope that encourages you with goal setting. Uh, the past tense daily journaling is super powerful. It's incredibly powerful in manifesting and aligning your consciousness to being able to receive what is on its way very powerful stuff. So I hope that you can go into 2021 and come into it with fire every day and literally spend five minutes. It's like 30 seconds a dream and you can get 10 dreams out every day. And really all it is, is just bringing that focus into your conscious mind and really not allowing yourself the comfort of believing that these goals and this life you want to build is 20 years out. Bring it home. Make, Give it a little more urgency. Give it a little more of your belief that it will happen because there's magic when you start believing what's possible. And there you have it. You've listened to another episode of Peyton's Pep Talks and I hope this inspires you and connected with you. And if it did, go ahead and share it or tag a friend that may wanna hear something like this to help uplift them in their day. If you'd like to subscribe, I encourage you to do so. You'll be alerted every time I drop a new pep talk into the world. And if you have a particular issue that you're wanting a pep talk for, I'd be more than happy to record one for you. Just go ahead and drop into my DMs in my Instagram at Payton Hughes. Have an awesome day.